All right, guys, welcome to Scratching and Surviving Week 9 of the NFL here at the Sharp app. If you are with me today, you probably survived in your survivor pool. You avoided some of the nightmare that was Week 8. A lot of people have fallen out in your pools, most likely, who are on Cincinnati. We'll talk about Week 8. We'll talk about Week 9 and the future. It is not going to be easy from this point out. Let's talk about it on the other side. All right, guys, if you were able to navigate through week eight, you were probably listening to us. I like to take, uh, I don't want to take all the credit. You guys obviously make the decisions. I don't even want to take some of the credit. Well, maybe we'll take a little bit of the credit because if you followed what we were talking about way back in week seven, where we wanted you to hopefully hold on to the Rams for the situation that would arise in week eight, where not a lot of people would be able to take the Rams you'd be able to take them, especially this was really strategy for those of you who did not have many people left in your pool, where you'd be one of the few people on the Rams, or you'd have to move to a Kansas City, taking a team that was not going to be highly taken and leave everyone else Cincinnati and hope that Cincinnati lost. It's exactly what happened. Now, it's not that I was predicting Cincinnati was going to lose the game, but we're just trying to play this from a game theory standpoint. We need to be in those high leverage situations as often as possible. That's going to give us the best chance to win. If you were in a small pool, taking Cincinnati last week made no sense when everyone else could take Cincinnati. Those are the times you can win the pool, right? We want to play chalky in small pools, especially early. But once we get that chance to win and we're in a situation where we could take a team that's just as likely to win as another team, that everyone else is taking. Those are high leverage situations. Those are the situations I want you guys to be in. There's no guarantees that we're going to win these pools, but if you play them smart over time, you'll be able to become a profitable player on these survivor pools. So I appreciate also the questions and the comments that I've been getting. Uh, the likes, of course, are always appreciated. I know you guys are sharing these with uh, friends of yours. I know if you're in the same survivor pool, you may not want to share it with your friend, totally understandable, but we do appreciate that. Trying to grow the channel and the Sharp app as well. We do a free pick of the day every day here at the Sharp app. I usually give that pick out uh, last couple of nights, not the greatest, but on the whole, the picks have been phenomenal. So if you are into sports betting, that's what we're all about here at the Sharp app. Check the Sharp app out, download it. You could watch this show. We've got other shows as well. Also, if you like signed jerseys from Legends, We've got a Philadelphia Eagle legend, Brian Dawkins. We're doing a giveaway. If you head over to our Twitter, it's at the Sharp app. At the Sharp app on Twitter, pinned is the instructions for how you can win a signed Brian Dawkins jersey. Really cool item. Even if you're not a big Eagles fan, I would check it out. And uh, it really doesn't take much. I think it's a retweet and maybe just give your favorite Philly moment, even if it was a loss. If you're a Cowboy fan like me, Give, uh, you know, give one of the many situations where the Dallas Cowboys had the best of the Eagles. So check that out on our Twitter. And yeah, let's just dive in here now. You know, I like to bring up Survivor Grid. Let's talk about Survivor Grid. This is going to be now from this point on really, really tricky. It's also tricky for me to convey to you guys where you should be without you leaving a comment because, you know, we've got eight weeks under our belt. I'm in a pool where week three, four and five. I had to give double picks, so there's been a lot of teams that I've taken, 
So it's hard for me to gear this totally towards you guys. I'm going to try to do it on a level where I know a lot of people have taken certain teams and um, we'll try to gear the focus towards the masses. But if you have an individual question about your pool, by all means, that's what the comments are for. And we have a Discord channel as well. That's going to be in the um, description below here on YouTube or inside the app in the description in the article. There's a link to Discord and come on in there. We have a lot of fun in Discord. And also we learn. I learn from you guys. Hopefully you learn a little something from me. All right, enough of that. Let's dive into Survivor Grid and see what we've got on tap. If you have not looked at this yet and you have not looked at the future dates, uh, you're going to see what I'm talking about, how this is going to start to get tricky. And why is it tricky now? This week, obviously, Buffalo, Jacksonville. Now they're at Jacksonville, still a two-touchdown favorite. Uh, for those new, W percentage is the percentage of the win probability and P percentage is pick percentage. Oh, and by the way, one thing I did not mention, about an hour before taping this, Rodgers was ruled out this weekend with COVID. So that is going to change these numbers. This P percentage is going to change quite a bit. As you see, Kansas City was not being taken at all. That line is going to be somewhere around probably 7 to 8, may even go higher. When Rodgers was out, whatever it was, a couple of years ago, uh, when Aaron Rodgers was out, that line, he was worth 10 points. Now, obviously, it takes two to tango here. It's dependent upon who the backup quarterback is, right? If your backup quarterback is uh, whatever, let's you know, name a starter in the NFL. Um, let's say Carson Wentz, a mediocre starting quarterback. He's still going to, um, obviously, he's not as good as Aaron Rodgers. That might be worth, let's say, four or five points, six points on the spread. The backups, I don't even remember who the backups were a couple of years ago when Rodgers was out, but it was worth about 10. They actually started it at about 7 or 8. By the time they figured out where the line should be with these backups, it was around 10 or 11. It looks like now they're going to give 6 to 7 points here to uh, the Packers, or they're going to lose 6 or 7 points on the, on the line with Love as the quarterback. And if he plays well, that could drop. Of course, if he plays poorly... That number is going to rise. I think the six or seven is actually a little bit low. We'll get into that more on um, in our Discord and, and when we talk sports betting. But the line, the first lines that I've seen pop up are seven and seven and a half. So let's keep that in mind here when we're analyzing. And that's the other thing about these pools. They change on the dime. We don't necessarily know what injuries are going to happen in the world of COVID now. Those things change dramatically. You lose a Rodgers, you lose a Mahomes any one of these quarterbacks. So that's what makes it really difficult about saving teams, especially when you're in a small pool. We don't want to be looking too far out into the future in small pools, right? You lose a Dak Prescott. You lose, especially the quarterbacks. That's what we're looking at. When you don't have the quarterback, that's going to change the line more than anything else. The Ruggs tragic situation um, yesterday, Ruggs being out of the lineup is not going to change the Raiders line all that much. But of course, Aaron Rodgers out, that's a dramatic change. All right, let's dive back into the grid and see what we've got going. So Buffalo, biggest favorite on the board, but in all likelihood, you have not taken Buffalo. This is the advantage of having multiple picks. I'm in a pool where we started with 14, 1,500 entries. It was double picks for weeks three, four, and five. So we're down to 135 entries. Um, I still have four of the 135 remaining, so I'm in decent shape there, better than I started. 
And in one of them, I could take Buffalo. Now, do I want to take Buffalo this week? That's something I'm really going to have to analyze closely because, as you can see, Buffalo in Week 10 at the Jets. Week 11, home for Indianapolis, right? Week 13, they look pretty good with New England, although New England certainly playing a lot better. But there's a lot of weeks, 15 against Carolina. Again, let me go back to if you're in a small entry, if you have small amount of entries left, 20 entries, 15, 10. I think that pool that I've, I've been mentioning in, in prior weeks that my brother's in is now down to five people, maybe six people. If you're in those type of pools looking out to week 15, I wouldn't do it. If you're in a large pool where like that pool, uh, another pool that I'm in, I've got 15 entries left and there's about 1,300 um, entries in total left. I have to look out to week 18 because in all likelihood, even with the double picks coming, in that pool, I have a double pick to make this week. In week 9, we have double picks there. We're still in a high likelihood to get to week 18. I still have to take more chances in that pool. I don't want to take as many chances in a pool where I don't have that many entries. I can win it in this week. Just like there was a potential you could have won your pool last week playing it properly. Perhaps this week, similar situation. So there's a chance if you do have Buffalo left... Look at what everyone's taken in your pool. If Buffalo is still, if you're, if you have Buffalo available and nobody else in your pool has Buffalo available, you almost have to take them this week in a small pool because that could be it. You can win your pool. If you're the only one who could take Buffalo, you can win the pool. Same thing with Indianapolis. There's going to be more people who do have Indianapolis available. So let's say you don't have Buffalo available, but you do have Indy and maybe there's 10 people in the pool and two people could take Indianapolis. You'd be hard-pressed not to want to take Indianapolis. Let everyone get on Dallas and Miami, which is where the bulk of the people are going to wind up going if you're in that situation, right? So these are the numbers. It's telling you 22% of all pools are taking Indianapolis, but your pool may be different. You may have only 10 people in the pool and only two people can take the Colts and you being one of them, okay? Maybe you're in a pool where five out of the 10 can take the Colts and then you have to change your strategy, perhaps, maybe more people are going to take the Colts. Like I said, we get this far and just this deep into these pools, and it's really going to be dependent on your pool. So that's why I said leave the comments. I'm happy to give you guys my opinion based on the rules and how many people are left and, and what you have left and what the field has left in your pool. All right, but let's look at Jacksonville quickly. They're at, I'm sorry, Buffalo. They're at the Jags, at the Jets, two very winnable games. Home against the Colts, New Orleans, uh, New England in Week 13, Week 15, they're home for Carolina, and then home for Atlanta in 17, and then Week 18, home for the Jets. You don't know if Week 18 is going to even matter at that point, but if it does for them, obviously a game they should win. But by the time we get to Week 15, there's going to be, I mean, even Week 13, it's going to be very unlikely that anyone has Buffalo left. If by chance you you know, you know kept them in a large pool, the only way you would do this is in a pool with a lot of entries where you say, I'm going to take a shot if I have a Buffalo. And I do in one of my pools. I do have a Buffalo entry available. Um, but I don't think, I think I'm going to exhaust it way before I get to week 13. If you wanted to take that shot and you could see a path that looks clean to get there, uh, you can go ahead and think about doing that. But I'd have to look at each one of those on an individual basis. Now the Colts. We've got the Jets this week, double-digit favorites. Um, you know, some people are going to be a little bit scared. Jets coming off a win. They just knocked off Cincinnati in the same situation. 
um, except they were at home. Colts then, again, another uh, should be easy game with Jacksonville, Week 10. And then we see Week 13, they're at Houston. That's pretty much all you want to take them, um, unless maybe Week 18 at Jacksonville. But at least looking at the future line doesn't look all that great, and we'll never know what's going to happen in Week 18, what we need, who needs to win, who doesn't need to win. So that's a long ways away. But in the immediate future, Indianapolis, either this week or next week, are going to be a popular play. Now, Dallas is a team, possibly the best team in the league right now, that most people have not taken. They've just had a really difficult schedule. If you look at the Dallas schedule, they've been all tough games. This is the easiest game they've had thus far. And so you can see 25% of pools or 25% of entries in pools are taking Dallas against Denver. But when we look at week 10, and I'll do let's do the analysis of week 10 right now. Let's assume you've now taken Buffalo, you've taken Indianapolis, you've probably taken Arizona. Well, now in week 10, Dallas against Atlanta becomes the game that you probably want to take, which means you can't take them here in week nine. So that's why the Dallas is not getting nearly as much love as they probably would have if the following week was not so difficult and they didn't have such a winnable game in the following week. The other team that you could take in week 10 is Pittsburgh, and we see that's a team that you could possibly take this week as well. That's why it's just getting really, really confusing and really difficult. It's what makes these these, puns, these pools fun, but make uh, they can make you pull your hair out trying to figure out who you're going to take. Now, I don't think there's a right answer here, and there's usually not a right answer. There's always wrong answers. There's always teams that you shouldn't be taking, right? So if you're taking uh, you know, Cleveland or something like that this week, I would say, all right, probably not my my favorite uh, choice in the world, taking an underdog. But you'll see people do it. I see people, you know, one, two, three people get knocked out every week in the pool taking some wacky picks. Um, But you let those people do that, they're dead money. Anyone telling you that, uh, you know, taking some of these, some, you know, taking San Francisco this week is a good play, doesn't know what they're talking about. I don't care if San Francisco wins. As I've shown you week in, week out, we can be contrarian without being crazy. Right? Just, Doing what we did by taking the Rams in week seven let us have the contrarian Rams pick and avoid Cincinnati last week. That's all you're looking to do. No guarantees we're going to win. All right, so yeah, week 10 is going to be difficult, and that makes week nine difficult. So if you take Dallas, you can't take them next week against Atlanta. This is where having multiple picks helps because some of your picks you're going to want to take Dallas this week, and some you'll want to take Dallas next week. If you have one pick, tough decision to make. Do you like, here's the decision, basically, do you like Dallas with 25% of your pool on them this week? And let's assume you can't take Indianapolis, you can't take Buffalo, and you can't take the Rams. So do you like Miami? Would you rather have Miami here this week? If you're going to pass on Dallas, you're taking either Miami or Chicago or, or Pittsburgh. So you're going to take Miami or Pittsburgh. Is that better? Here's the route. Let's say you're going to go Miami and then Dallas. Or do you go Dallas and then who would be your likely pick? Pittsburgh, right? That looks a little bit better to me, right? So if I took Dallas this week, I would have Pittsburgh next week against Detroit at home. Like I like that route better than, let's say, Miami at home for Houston and then Dallas next week. So I kind of like that. I would lean that way. If my options were limited, where I did not have Buffalo, I did not have Indianapolis, I could not take the Rams, and I'm limited here to Dallas, Miami, 
and Pittsburgh. You've also got New Orleans. I don't know if I love that either. A uh, few people will be on it. But again, now, if you're in larger pools, let's let's head over to, well, let's quickly just look at week 12, right? This is the week that everyone's dreading, and we do have to look at it because if we take Dallas, Dallas looks like the best bet come week 12, and I think people are looking at that, and it's keeping people off Dallas here in week 9 and 10. If I'm in a pool with not many entries, I might not even be that worried about week 12. But large pool, this week 12 is going to be an issue. Now, a lot of people might have Tampa available. Tampa's also been a team that you didn't necessarily have to take to get here. So Tampa would be an option. It's not the best option because week 11, they get the Giants. Uh, Baltimore, potentially. But, you know, you're not going to fall in love with Baltimore or Cleveland. Look at these games. They're difficult. Buffalo at New Orleans, you probably can't take Buffalo. Cincinnati, you likely uh, cannot take. You probably take most people who could take Cincinnati. Took them last week, and now they're out. But if you have Cincinnati, I mean, do you really love them against Pittsburgh? That week 12 is going to be extremely difficult. But again, we're going to have to hope that some sort of an injury shakes this up in week 12. I think I'm going to play it pretty chalky because everyone's going to be in a tough situation week 12. So I'm not going to hold Dallas for that Vegas game. That's just my opinion, especially in a small pool. So let's look now. If I bring up the spreadsheet... The spreadsheet's becoming, you know, it's still nice to look at this spreadsheet, but it becomes a little bit more difficult to use the spreadsheet because I don't have programmed in, programmed in here whether you've taken a team. So really what I want you to look at is this, this column here that's going to tell us um, who the best team is based on the parameters that we put in, um, as you guys know, the future weight and whatnot. So I have it in at 15% valuing the future uh, for the future value of the team, future value of the weight, weighting the future value, easier for me to say, of uh, of these teams. As you can see, Buffalo, obviously, a ton of future value. They're the highest future value of these teams. Tampa also has a ton of future value, but they're off this week. So you're really, by taking Buffalo this week, you're foregoing a lot of future value. That said, we talked about it. Very few people could take Buffalo. So if you want to take that shot, it's going to be all about looking at your pool on the whole and saying, this is the week I want to take a shot with Buffalo. Let me just go back, actually. I want to look at this. Let's go back to, to the Survivor Grid and Buffalo. Let's just assume you do have Buffalo left. If you have Buffalo left and you don't have Indianapolis... Okay, let's assume you don't have Indy, you don't have the Rams, but you do have Buffalo left. Can you avoid taking Buffalo this week? It would probably have to go Dallas because you're gonna if you're gonna play that strategy, I want to play it as safe as I possibly can, which means I have to take Dallas. If I do that, I don't I don't mind this play at all. Saving Buffalo one more week, if you could get by with Dallas, because now you're gonna have extreme leverage. A lot of people are taking Buffalo this week. There's going to be hardly anyone with Buffalo left. There's hardly anyone with them left now, but you're going to have hardly anyone with them left in week 10, right? Now, you're going to have a lot of people out of the Colts, a lot of people who would have already taken Dallas this week. So you're going to see the bulk of the people are going to be on Dallas next week. You are more than likely going to be the only one on Buffalo. I like getting us in that situation if you have Buffalo. Now, I'm speaking to a very small amount of you out there. But 
if you're in that situation, I like that. I, I just want to hopefully just kind of help you guys think these through. Think a couple. This is like chess. You know, let's think a few steps ahead here. And we don't have to look to week 18, but we could look just next week. What does making this move do for me next week? And not taking, but even though you have Buffalo in your back pocket, not taking this week could actually put you in a really good situation, a better situation. Where am I going to get the most leverage? Taking them this week or taking them next? This looks like a week where I could get away with Dallas. Dallas at home against Denver should win that game. If I can get away with that and then be the only one, let a couple of other people take Buffalo, knock them out of taking Buffalo. And now week 10, I'm sitting there with a shot to win a pool. Right? We're talking about getting down when you're... With a move like this, if you're 100, 150 people in a pool, let's just talk about my pool, 135 people. I do have one Buffalo entry left. If I if I forego that, that Buffalo entry, I believe 14 people, something like that, can take Buffalo, right? So if I have 14 people left out of 135 can take Buffalo, let's just assume um, we're probably going to get at least 10 of them take Buffalo. If that happens... There's going to be four of us left to take Buffalo the following week. And let's assume out of the 135, just about everyone moves on to next week. If we catch Dallas with a loss next week or one of these other big games, the Colts are going to not have a lot of, uh, people won't have a lot of ability to take the Colts. If they don't take Dallas, we know there's not that many other options they could take. Let's look at it, right? If they don't take Dallas this week, and they forego Dallas next week because they're looking ahead to week 12. This is why I want to I want to take Dallas in one of these next two weeks. I'm not worried about week 12 right now. If you're in a pool like that, 135 people like I am, and I could pass on Buffalo, I like that play where in week 10 I can now take them and maybe be, I might be the only one, if not maybe two or three people who can take Buffalo come week 10. That would be a huge advantage. Think about having, again, This is go. It, it's almost... A carbon copy of what we did with the Rams and Cincinnati because I'm going to get the biggest favorite on the board that's untaken. And you can't ask for more than that because now if we get some chaos in week 10 and we can avoid the chaos in week 9, we may take down a monster pool. That pool, that's a $37,000 pool, that pool, right? We had um, 14, 1,500 entries um, in that pool and you know, you've got to take some chances. They don't just give that money away. So there's there's a good chance that playing that strategy gets you down to, you know, I might have, because I've got other entries who are going to play it, with the other entries, I'm going to play it a little bit more straight, assuming one or two, maybe all three of the other entries get knocked out. If I could give myself a one in 20, one in 25 shot, I mean, that's all you could really ask for. And then you're going to kind of play it straight up um, looking for those high leverage situations from that point out. But if you could start a pool with 1,500 people and get yourself down to be one of 20, one of 25, that's really what we're going for. Now, if you started a pool with 25 people and you were one of the 25, we talked about how you're going to play that differently. But winning these big, big pools, this is how we potentially can do it. So difficult week. Um, hopefully you guys get some ideas. Really what I want to put across to you guys is just how to think these through and I think it through with you guys while I'm doing it I mean I look at it before we get on the air here but you know just that whole thinking that Dallas play through 
and Buffalo this week and saving Buffalo. I'm kind of coming up with that on the fly. And then I'll think about this once I go off the air and uh, kind of sleep on it. But remember as well, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing is going to throw a little bit of a monkey wrench. It's actually a good thing um, for us. If you've Even if you've taken Kansas City last week, which a lot of you did to get to this week, um, I mean, well, it might not be the greatest thing because it is giving people um, another option here who, who were able to get by without Kansas City. But I think it's still going to work out for us uh, well. So if you can take Buffalo, I would perhaps save them. That's the, I think that's the pro play that we're looking at. But um, there's a lot, a lot of options and a lot of different pools out there. So as always, leave your comments below. I'm happy to answer them. Uh, try to get to them as quickly as I possibly can. Put as much detail in there as possible as to who you've taken, how many entries are left, things of that sort. So again, hopefully this is a little bit better than you know the average Survivor podcast, ESPN, guys who just look at it and they go, yeah, take Buffalo, not realizing that. Well, most people have taken Buffalo or take the Colts, not realizing it. And there's no thought put into actually trying to get you in a high leverage situation. So with that said, that is going to be it for week nine. The looking ahead on Scratching and Surviving. Download the Sharp app and uh, be on the lookout for the free bets of the day. Watch tonight, Gargano and the Geek. Also, Twitter, remember, at the Sharp app on Twitter. Get yourself into the contest for that Brian Dawkins jersey. All right, guys, I will see you hopefully next week. Unscathed, surviving. See you next time.